welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Have you ever played footsie? Or did you ever have an acute case of foot and mouth disease? Don't worry, we all have started up on the wrong foot before. You're not alone. And now, without any further puns about today's topic, let's bring our ear holes on a walkies with Rue and, for the very first time, introducing Clake as a new co-host. Welcome to this episode of For What It's Worth. Yay, we're here. We're queer. Hello, everybody. This is Rue. Chi C Lexico. Yes. No, no, not cheese, but C. Rue C. Ruchi C Lexico. Wow, I can't even say my name today. What is going on? So just so that you know, the C stands for cookie. So please send me as many cookies as possible because I need it because it helps my diabetes. My doctor said so. Anywho, so um, today we have a brand new individual that I wanted to introduce. His name is Click. Click Yote has been part of the fandom for a very long time. Click has been a leader in the local community. He has also been uh, the con chair over our local furry community over here in Utah. Click is a Yote, but is also an outright ass. Also, he has another persona called K-Dub, which is a donkey. Um, Click um, is also engaged to our sound guy, Voss. Yay! Click also has a love for fursuiting and has helped out in charity events such as Helping Paws. Um, he has also helped out organize the furry clubhouse which helps give a safe space to the kinky furs in our local area round of applause everybody here is click yay i don't know if i'd call me brand new brand new i know you've been on the show have heard me before how many times (laughs) probably out of anybody you've been the one that i've had on the show probably the most what episodes have you been on um i've been a few i did the ruin and the magic I think I've done a couple just BS sessions. And the uh, HIV STI episode, I think, was the last one I was on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Well, you pretty well summed it up. <laughs> Except I'm not a full ass. I'm only half ass. <laughs> so what's your hybrid then? It's a mule. Oh, I guess I an should. actual hybrid. So it wasn't a donkey. I was wrong. <laughs> so tell us about your relationship with Voss. Everybody wants to know the nitty gritty details. It's tumultuous. Tumultuous. That's a that's a $4 word. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you guys been together? I don't know. Almost 10 years. We were talking about it the other day, actually. Wow. Voss, how would you, in one word, how would you describe click? Tumultuous. (laughs) (laughs) You can't use that. That's my word. I don't even know what it means. (laughs) These these two lovebirds. Anywho. So, um, click, what have you been up to recently? Not a damn thing. How have you been surviving the pandemic? I'm still working. You're still working on surviving? <laughs> well, 
I'm technically an essential worker, so I never stopped working. And that it helps. But other than that, that's about it. I noticed you know. that you let your your fur grow out. Tell <laughs> us about that decision. I just got tired of shaving. <laughs> really? I mean, I my entire life I've never grown a beard, so I figured I'd give it a shot. So if you were to look at Click in person, he would be like like everybody's daddy figure. You know? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> yes. So this is the point where you say, Rue, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> so, Rue, what have you been up to? Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> Since the show is all about moi. Just kidding. Um, I have been watching WandaVision. Ooh, I've new... heard about that, and all I can think of is Wanda Sykes. I have no idea what WandaVision is. <laughs> well, Wanda is the new, basically it's the phase four in the Marvel uni- Cinematic Universe. And it's about Marble, um, sorry, um, it's about Wanda and Vision being basically trapped in like this sitcom universe. And so they start off in like, I love Lucy type land. And then it moves to... Um, like be bewitched type era and now they're in like the Brady Bunch area. So interesting. It is a very, very interesting concept. There's a lot of mystery of like what in the world is going on. Uh there's sometimes when they can see color, sometimes they can't see color. Sometimes the formatting of the show is is, you know, like the old television screen and sometimes it's <laughs> widescreen. So there's a lot of lot of elements of Hydra and sword and, and all those lovely things from the Marvel Universe. So I've been getting into it. It's been pretty cool. Um, I've also been working on um, building barriers. I'm very much of a yes person. I say yes too often. And so I have been working on myself, on um, reading like little different books to kind of help me to learn how to be better at saying no. Anywho, um Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. Okay, so for today's cookie, it is a fun sporting event is in your future in bed with a cookie. So here's the magic numbers for for this particular cookie. We have one, uh, 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 nine, uh, 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 no, I'm not going to do that. 11, 18, 24, and 37. If you win the lotto off of that, those numbers, please send a check to for what it's worth. Hi, welcome back. 
<laughs> I'm not Ruchi Sichi 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 Lexico. <laughs> uh, you're already making fun of me. Man. I couldn't help it. I, I, I get another co-host and you make fun of me. Like already it starts. Well, come on. It's your name. <sighs> anyway, our very wonderful guest today is Kit and hello kit who are you so my name is kit um if you've listened to the show before you might have heard my voice i think i've sent in audio clips before um but i am a plush bunny so how long have you been a furry um i want to say probably about 18 maybe 17 but 18 for sure um so Quite a long time. 18 years? No, like I was 18 oh. when I found the fandom. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my upper 20s now. So about 10 years. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So to, to break the fourth wall, the standard question is last con, but this year that's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh well i have i have done a couple of um virtual conventions um my last convention that i did virtually was um baby for con and that was fun tell tell us a little bit about the virtual con while while you're here what did you guys sure what did you do so uh baby for con was interesting it was my first virtual con in that like it was all through zoom so basically what you would do is if you wanted to go to, say, a panel, you would click on um, a little Zoom meeting thingy. Like it would all be there in a schedule. And then you would just pop into that specific Zoom call. And then when you were done, you'd, you'd click out of it and then you'd do it again. It was really, really neat. Um, I remember trying to tell people, you know, about it and they would be like, that sounds like that would be a lot to have like 400 people in a Zoom call. And I would sit there and be like, no, it, like there's usually about 20 people like per, per room. Yeah. Usual standard con panel size. Mm -hmm. So what if, what if you're like scared to talk or you don't want to show your face to at these virtual meetings? Well, the good thing about it is, is that they encourage you to mute your mic. <laughs> so if you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk. You can just sit there and um, just choose not to talk. Um, as for not showing your face, uh, I, I saw some people use VR instead of um, showing their faces. So um, they had their webcam pointed at them. And then they had a bunch of stuff hooked up to do VR. So instead, it showed their avatar. Um, I saw some people wearing masks over their eyes. And then some people just chose not to have their webcam on for whatever reason. That's that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So um, what brought us here today was actually Kit's recommendation. This is all Kit. <laughs> This is Kit's fault. This episode is because of him. He actually sent this particular suggestion in, and we decided to invite him on as guest. So, um, 
I guess what we're going to go through is what is the definition of pause? How would you define um, what pause is or what it is towards the furry fandom? Sure. So um, paws are basically the foot part of the furry character. So not hand paws, but it's the foot part. Foot paws. So wait, it's not hand paws? Because hand paws is the top part too. I suppose it could also go with hand paws, but my thinking is that it's more geared towards foot paws. But it's... I would say it's the part of the character that they walk on, or if you're putting hand paws into that category, it's the hands. So we do have a couple of emails that have been sent to us. Let's go ahead and go to um, what our listeners have sent in, and then we'll go from there. Um, We have something from Mike Folk on... (laughs) Folf. Folf, thank you. (laughs) Um, Pipe speak, so... Pause. Pause, pause, pause. Pause, 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 pause. Hi, I'm Mike Volf, and I love paws. They're just so cute. They're so cute and, and covered in fluff. They're just so adorable, and I just love playing with them. Let's be honest, paws are just so adorable. Pause, pause, pause. So, what is your feedback? Well, let's see here. He mentioned that they're cute, and I would agree with him. Um, I would argue that foot paws, and I guess hand paws too, um, but they are a lot more cute than human feet or human hands. Um, they have the they have the beans on them usually, which, <laughs> in my opinion, makes them cuter. Definitely. And then he mentioned playing with them too, and that's fun. <laughs> Okay, so we have another email that has been sent in to us. This is um, from, oh my goodness. I don't know how to say that. I'm going to butcher it. I don't want another Wichita, Kansas moment. I'm pretty sure it's Braze. Braze Deer? I think so. Awesome. So this is from Braze Deer. Braze Deer said, hey, for what it's worth, cast, crew, and guests. Yay! This is Braze... Braze Deer? Braze Deer. <laughs> See? I'm sorry, Braze Deer. No, Braze Deer. Oh my goodness. I believe. Um, and I was just curious to hear your opinion on why you think paws, or even better, beans, are so dang popular. Thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna def- um give that to the guest. Why do you think that they're so popular? Uh, dang, I thought you got privilege of first response, but <laughs> usually. But um, um, I mean, I don't really. To be honest with you, I don't one hundred percent know. Um, I mean, I am not necessarily into pause. I guess I'm more into pause, like as um, in fursuiting. Like I really enjoy, you know, being able to to use pause. I think it's kind of silly when people are running out around with their head on that don't have pause on. I don't know. I just like. Um, I like the whole aspect of it, but I don't really have like a, ooh, I'm really into, into pause. Mm, okay. That's valid. Um, so 
if you don't mind me asking, I don't fursuit. And so I'm wondering if when you touch like fursuit paws, if they have sensation in them. Uh, when I'm somebody touches me or when I touch somebody? Yeah, like both. So like if you, so like say, so say if somebody was to touch your foot paws while you're in suit. No. Could you feel that? <laughs> I can't feel anything at all, <laughs> Okay, to be completely honest. So if somebody was to give okay. me a nice <laughs> foot rub, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for touching my feet. I'll have to wash them later. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that depends on the type of foot paw you have. Um, you know, there are sock paws that that are more sensitive to that kind of thing. Um, sock paws are basically a paw that's just built around a sock. Um, oh, you okay. can actually wiggle your toes if they're built right. Um, you can feel a lot more through them, obviously, but you know, most of the foot paws on fursuits are built around a shoe or something like that. So yeah, you really can't feel a lot through them. But, but with hand paws, you can usually feel a little bit more, um, through hand paws or toe beans. Um, you can, you can feel it a little bit more, but it depends on what type of suit that you have. I mean, if you're in a plush suit, uh, um, you're, you're probably not going to feel somebody touching your, your paws that, that well. Right. Oh, okay. It just depends on the type of glove or, um, how it's set up, but. Okay. That's it. That's interesting. Like I said, I don't suit, so it's good to have that perspective. So what was the question? <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Let me help out with that. So the question is, is why are paws or toe beans so dang popular? Mm, okay, I would argue, well, for paws i'm not sure about toe beans but for paws in particular i would argue that they're as popular as they are simply because um foot fetishism foot fetishism is really popular so if you look at um if you look at all the fetishes out there foot fetish is probably the most common from what i can remember um and that's not including you know, BDSM as its own thing, because that's an umbrella, right? But with feet, it's like, it's like you look it up and it's like, oh, this is super common. And um, if I recall correctly, I think there's, um, for science data to back that up, if I remember right. Right. And that sounds logical, you know, which would, which also plays into the, um, the predominance of like you said, it's more foot paws than hand paws kind of thing. Because yeah. if it was just paws, it would be either. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're 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 on the right track there. Um, being it's definitely related to the foot fetish thing. Um, I you know hand paws. Some have the paw pads, some don't. Feet paws are more more predestined to have them. The you know the whole beans, you know as as far as hands hands I I mean I don't I don't ha- I don't want to say that I have a hand fetish, 
but I love giving people hand massages. Rue uh, gives and, a wicked hand massage. And I also give feet massages, oh, too. I've been told by several people that I I give some pretty... Well, and you just said it, so... <laughs> I, I love giving uh, those those rubs, so... Oh, yeah. I, I love giving them, too. They're very... Um... They're very intimate without the sex. So, like, because you get to touch some a part of somebody's body and you get to, like, kind of watch everything. You get to see all the wrinkles and you get to see the foot move and things like that. Like, it's intimate without actually having sex. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I like feet. It's just an intimate part of the body, in my opinion. Are you saying, oh, I think, I think that it's also a gateway to leading towards <laughs> That too. That too. <laughs> Great. Um. So we have another email. Is so is this is this Misky or Misky? Misky. Misky. Okay. From Misky. So hi, peeps. Misky Chinchilla here. I think paws tend to be more fun to draw than human hands and feet. So I imagine this is one of the features that draws artists to drawing for the art. I say this because some of my first anthropomorphic art was a horse girl with hooves for hands and feet, and I remember that this was partly because I felt lazy about drawing hands. My original plan for my Miski fursuit was to use gloves and toe socks made of minky or velvet uh, for the paws, as chinchilla paws aren't that dissimilar from human hands and feet in my opinion. It would mean I could even wear regular shoes over my fursuit um, when I su suggested this to one furry friend, they thought the idea was weird. I'm curious to hear what you think. I have met people who are into paws, but not feet and vice versa. I'm not personally into either, but I'm willing to let people who I love appreciate mine if it brings them joy. I am unsure if it is true, but the impression I get is that a love of feet tends to be sexual, but a love of paws is not necessarily I am am I wrong for thinking this? Keep up the good work. Warm regards, Misky. Go ahead, click first response. Um, so initially, um that's actually kind of an interesting idea with the, the toe socks so you can wear shoes over them. I don't think it's crazy. I mean people make fursuit shoes over to fit over giant paws. <laughs> Um, I, I kind of agree with the, you know, some people are into feet and not paws. Some people are into paws and not feet. Um, you know, and, and like we talked earlier with some people, it's very sexual with some people. It's not at all. I think that's what's interesting about something like pause as a subject is, it's it's so hard to nail down because it's so different for everybody just because of that. Some people it's sexual, some people it's not. Some people like them and can't really tell you why. So it, you know, it's a it's a very broad um interest in the fandom. Kit, what's your thoughts? So I don't think that the idea is crazy. That idea actually sounds kind of neat. Um, I find 
a lot of the ways that people come up with making fursuit designs and stuff like that to be super interesting. So you totally have my support in doing what you want to do with the foot paws, Miski. Um, but let's see. So they mentioned um, feet versus paws and paws versus feet. And it's interesting that they brought up um, that paws aren't really viewed as a sexual thing. Like, because I've seen it go both ways, basically. I've seen people like pause non-sexually and just be like oh here here are my beans and then i've seen people argue that even showing off um beans is like a sexual thing because it is foot fetishism so it 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 is an interesting thing and um honestly if i'm to be real um one of the things that i really like about kink is how it manifests in people and not just foot paws, but like all kinds of kinks. So like when you get somebody going like, oh, I like that sexually. And then another person goes, oh, but I don't. But we're still in the same community. I honestly find that to be super intriguing. I was just going to add that I think it's cool that you have um, chin, chinchilla. Um, well, that you have socks um, specifically for your fursuit. So <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, I agree. Let's see. We also had Moss that sent in an email. He said, Dear cast of FWUIWU. So, um, writing in here for the pause episode, I had one whole email almost done, but I guess I didn't save it to my drafts. So, here's his second attempt. <laughs> Um, to answer the question, yes, I like pause. And yes, I love pause. Now, um, what would I do if I had pause? I'm not 100% sure, but I'd have to make some adjustments. I think it's fascinating in some art when they have shoes that are kind of accommodating to pause. Um, like the area um, for the toes is out and exposed. So I'd have to get some of those. I honestly think paws are interesting because there are so many different types uh, or different varieties. Um, some artists make them completely animalistic paws. And then there's, um, there are ones that there are kind of hybrid um, hybrid them with feet, human feet. And then there are toe beans, exclamation mark. I think the paw pads, um, I think the paw pads are what the paws, um, more of the fun things to have. Um, anyways, even though the topic is paws, I do want, I don't want to ramble on. And then accidentally take up um take it somewhere weird what do you all think do you have um do you think having paws would be better than regular old human feet so i think it would be awesome i mean come on i'm into transformation like that's that's my <laughs> thing i think it would be awesome to wake up the next day and all of a sudden be a 
be a fox running around and 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 um scientists running after me to try to do human experiments on me <laughs> like i'd be all for that it would spice up the life um however as long as i didn't have the life lifespan of span of a fox that would be a little bit difficult like i wouldn't want to shorten my life just so that i could live as a fox if that makes any sense but uh to wake up the next day and all of a sudden have pause i would hope that they are still pause that would allow me to be able to do things like play video games and stuff like that if i was an actual fox it would be cool for a period of time but then i think i would be like I can't open up my car. I can't open doors. I'm trapped in this room. I mean, many furries, they'd probably wake up the next, you know, be be a furry and then not be able to get out of the house and be like, oh, crap, and then they die. So You, you, you definitely have to attach that caveat to it. Like, waking up with paws would be great as long as they are anthropomorphic paws. Yeah. Being able to still open doors, play video games, Different things like that, then I would be 100% um, okay with that. Do you think that um, that if you were to have pause, your pause would be more, uh, for lack of a better word, more flexible than your human feet or your human hands? So, for instance, some people can grab things with their toes. I mean... It depends. It depends. I mean, I think that if you're the species of a monkey, then that would make sense, right? I I don't... Right. Unless, I mean, I'm not going to say what people can and cannot do with their persona, because after all, I say that I can pee fire in my persona. So there you go. Um, <laughs> it's it's a thing that my doctor's working on. <laughs> so. I want to get that looked at. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that stone that I had to patent out. Anyways, um, <clears throat> what was the question? I am so sorry. I got lost track there. Um, I think I asked if, um, I asked you if you think that your fursona would have, like, flexible toes or be able to grab things. But, I would say no um, um, for mine. I, I think it would be nice, though, to be able to run faster or, like, be able to have the ability to maybe swim a little bit better because paws tend to have uh, a little bit of webbing in it uh, depending oh yeah, yeah. Well, depending it, on the species yeah. you know like i said the whole i think it's a a pretty standard anthropomorphic general idea of yeah you know hand paws are a whole different subject but with with feet paws you know you'd be able to wiggle your toes um having claws would be handy in certain instances um, but yeah, I think it'd be, like I said, I think everybody pretty much has a general idea of what a football would be if it was a real, a real anthropomorphic football. So I know this is going off subject and Rue is king of going off subject, but would you guys, would you guys go for, um, having, uh, like quad? Feet. Anthropomorphic no, feet. Cause that... Uh, that's too far into, um, like you said, you know, if you woke up as an actual fox, it would be cool for a while, but then you would realize life is pretty rough. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not saying quad on all fours. I'm, I'm meaning, what is the term? Um, 
digitigrade? Yeah, digitigrade. I am so sorry. That is the term. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Would you want to digitigrade or plantigrade? Like in your real you know, you, persona uh, self. That depends. Because the whole the whole the whole digitigrade thing is is mimicking the muscle structure of animal legs anyway. So I I kind of think if you were gonna wake up with anthropomorphic paws, you would almost have to have the muscle structure to support it. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you think, Kit? So I personally, I'm not a big, huge fan of digitigrade feet. Um, and with my character being a rabbit or a plush, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like, I don't, because I don't think rabbits have digitigrade legs. At least not the way that, like, a dog does or a wolf. So, yeah, I think it would just kind of be plantigrade. Yeah, that's kind of a situational, you know, case by case thing. I mean, it can't, <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting question, but it's not really something you can put a blanket answer on. Yeah, yeah. So we've kind of talked about this, but to you, like, why are you into pause? So I could approach this from like the human foot angle, or I could approach it from like the furry paw angle and they're kind of intertwined but like which road do you want me to go down? i want you to go to where your experience goes i love that okay um so i i've always been kind of interested in feet like human feet um even even as like a little kid like things about feet just kind of stuck in my brain you know, so for instance, like I had memories of one of my parents worked at a bakery and they would bring me um, donuts that were shaped like feet. Or um, when I was a teenager, I remember um, there was some kind of weird church story where they talked about like Jesus washing the feet of the disciples <laughs> and stuff like that. So that was kind of me like all throughout my life and then eventually um it ended up turning into kind of a fetish or an actual fetish um when i found foot porn on accident <laughs> what so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it 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 happens it happens like that so but yeah um and then when i joined the fandom i was like oh like pause or a thing and then it kind of translated i was like oh okay so like this is what that is and it clicked pretty well and um it's one of the reasons as to why i prefer um what is it um plantigrade feet over digitigrade feet because they look more human-like um so that makes sense that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but see that you know to offer a little contrast is I'm I'm on the other side of I don't like feet. <laughs> I don't like people touching my feet. I don't like to touch other people's feet. I you know, but I'm okay with paws. And I I don't know where the disconnect is or how, but that's just <laughs> that's just how it is. <laughs> 
That's valid. Ooh, I don't like, like people touching between my toes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a weird sensation, isn't it? Like, it's a very like small thing that it feels like it has a lot of nerves there. Right. Well, and it's um, you know, it is. It's a pretty personal area of the body especially for us mm -hmm. you know modern humans where you know shoes are a normality you know feet are mm -hmm. almost always covered you you know you don't generally greet people by touching their feet you know what i mean it's it's a it's a it's something that's more intimate than a lot of areas just in yeah, just in the, I, the nature of it. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. And like, like I think about, um, I think about, for instance, like how there's the symbolism of like touching feet is to show humility, or even like, and then like translate that into like domination, where it's like touching feet is to show humility to the to the right, dominatrix, right, stuff like that. So it's it is a very it's like showing part of the a worship to that person. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of worshiping, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back, and we'll we'll be talking a little bit about our lovely, lovely patrons, and then we'll go right back into the topic of doing, uh, talking about pause. <sighs> Hailing frequencies open, Smokescale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Sunday, February 7th, here are your space headlines. Recently, SpaceX attempted a test flight of their next iteration of their Starship prototype, SN9, or serial number 9, or Starship number 9 if you like. There were some delays, as is the nature of testing new vehicles, and there was a bit of trouble with the FAA. Looks like SN8's flight was in violation of SpaceX's launch license, which had to do with why SN9 got delayed, but the FAA eventually cleared them anyway. It launched beautifully, reached the target altitude, then dropped just like SN8 did. When it got close to the ground, one engine fired up, while the second one, meant to light, ended up just coughing out a chunk of itself. And the whole vehicle slammed into the ground way too fast and very much at the wrong angle. It went boom real good. This is why you test, and 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 you test. NASA's Mars InSight lander is still doing science. However, the temperature drill probe mole doohickey, yes, I do believe that is the technical term, still hasn't managed to go any deeper. After several attempts, many of which included operations the team had not designed the lander to do initially, controllers have officially given up. They just can't get the drill probe to go any deeper. We believe mainly because of how the Martian soil isn't quite what we expected it would be like. Oh well. More information on how to build the next heat probe so that it will work. ULA has a second test flight for their Starliner vehicle scheduled. After its first flight showed serious problems with the software, it was decided there would be a second uncrewed test mission just to make sure everything is working as it should. Right now, if nothing else delays the program, like weather for instance, it's scheduled for March 25th. I sure hope they can make her fly and move on to the next phase of testing. I'd really prefer there be more than one human-rated vehicle that NASA has access to. The more the merrier, and the more of them there are, the greater redundancy there is. Spaceflight loves redundancy. Back on January 16th, there was a major test for the core stage of the SLS. 
All four RS-25 engines were attached to the insulated hydrogen and oxygen tank that will make up the booster of the Super Heavy rocket and a full duration test burn initiated. It was supposed to last for eight minutes, but it only ran for about one. An early emergency shutdown command was thrown by the onboard computer when the hydraulic system used for gimbling, meaning mechanically angling the engine nozzles to alter the direction of thrust, threw out an out-of-limits parameter. Basically, something was operating outside what are considered the safety margins. While it didn't provide the full eight minutes of data they were looking for, they still got a fair bit of data. However, the way this rocket is designed, it can only be fueled up and detanked a limited number of times, and this used up one of those times. So do they retank and run another test? Or do they go ahead and ship to Kennedy for a launch attempt? I'm of the opinion that they should test again. But what do you think? The ISS has been in orbit, officially, for better than 20 years. Not the entirety of the station, I'll grant you, but the first module was put in orbit back in 1998, and the first resident of the station boarded on July 12, 2000. Since then, it's had crew aboard non-stop, creating the longest-running streak of a consistently human-occupied spacecraft in orbit. To power it, ISS has eight enormous solar arrays, each one delivered by way of the space shuttle, one at a time. But those panels are aging and degrading, so NASA has ordered some new ones to be installed over them. Six panels total, along with 24 new lithium-ion batteries already sent up and installed, will help bolster the station's power supply. With these new additions, it's looking like the ISS will be around for a pretty long while yet. That's all for this round. Stay tuned for the next episode of For What It's Worth for more. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying keep looking up, space fans. One bean, two bean, three bean, four bean. You are listening to For What It's Worth. everybody i hope that you enjoyed your potty break i know that i did i mean urination is such a great thing to be able to do unless it's fire oh you know <laughs> burning down the house <laughs> so um we are low on eye dents people we need some help so what is an eye dent an eye dent is hello i am ruchi c lexico and you're listening to for what it's worth. Actually, no, that's bad. Let, let's let's rewind just a little bit. Hi, I'm Ruchi C. Lexico. I like cookies, and you're listening to for what it's worth. That <laughs> is a good idea. So basically, you say your name, you say something that you love, and then um, you're listening to for what it's worth. So please send those to cast at forwhatitsworth.com and we will include yours in the next episode. Okay, so on to Patreon worship. There's a reason we call it Patreon worship. Without Patreons, this 
almost certainly wouldn't exist. Patreons pay for everything that goes on here. So, if you would like to contribute, go to patreon.com slash fwiw. And, with that said, the wonderful patrons we have. No, stop! <laughs> No! Oh, we're not gonna. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, he's singing in the background. Go ahead, read it. Anywho, <laughs> our wonderful Patreon, Patreon, GW, Nuka, Koru, Bubble Whip, Adelor, Saltair, Moss, James Anderson, Jake Fox, Chapogriff, Ozzy K. Black Baldrick, Cats, Cat. Okay, help me out with that one. Catsy. 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 I'm so sorry. Catsy. Yeah. Ligris, Kit, Here, Me. Ichigo Okami, Simone Parker, Guardian Lion, and Andrew Rabbit. Thank you. Thank you so much. We could not do it without you. Let me tell you, we love you guys. Thank you for all of your support. Consider um, supporting our Patreon um, so that we can provide you with more things for your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> more things to plug up your ear holes with. This is Timmit Grizzly, and I think paws and feet paws are awesome for friendships. Imagine asking somebody you care for if they would like a foot paw massage, a random act of kindness without any strings attached. Imagine they say yes. As they sit back in their favorite chair, you wash their foot paws with slow motions of a soft washcloth wetted with warm water. Imagine finishing with soft pats from a soft drying towel. As they take deep, slow, regular breaths and relax into the experience you are creating, you rub your paws together to warm some scented oil. Imagine wrapping your paws around a foot paw and massaging slowly up and down. You feel the foot paw shape as you slowly stroke from heel to toes, slowly stroking back and forth back and forth. Imagine using your thumbs to massage a footpaw arch in slow, steady, half-circular motions. Imagine working to the toes and massaging each with gentle, slow strokes. As you work, you come to realize a warm feeling inside, the joy of creating a joyous experience for another and for yourself. Today you are the massager. Maybe tomorrow you will be the massagee. Receiving is also a gift you give to the giver. Hey, so on that note, just so that everybody knows, in case we, you don't know what we are actually doing here, we are talking about the lovely topic of pause. So, and we have our lovely, lovely guest, Kit, here. So, Kit, <laughs> that was from good old Grizz. So, tell us, tell us a little bit about um, what your what your feelings were, what sensations um, that you had happen within with with, with that um, that lovely poem. 
<laughs> his voice is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it sounds like he wrote that himself. He's a very talented writer. Um, yeah, that was that was gorgeous and beautiful. Um, besides that, he just he did a really good job with the imagery and just going very very slowly. And you know, it sounded like very intimate. And and he's right. Um, when you do give you also receive and when you receive you also give like it's a mutual feeling uh when you give somebody a foot rub so i think that he pinpointed it down perfectly i would agree and he's a great storyteller <laughs> he is let me tell you i love it when he sends stuff in he's such a he's so amazing so he has definitely a very good voice for um for podcasting because quite literally mine is like a like a like a squeaky tuba or something like that <laughs> that's probably my voice i actually really dig your voice rue oh so. thank you <laughs> I you're welcome it. you're welcome <laughs> but yeah i agree um you know with stuff like that you're it, it's definitely a two-way street like you said when you're when you're when you receive, you give, and when you give, you receive. Mm -hmm. That's definitely I also, true. Yes. I also think about um, people whose love language is touch. So it's like, oh, honey, you had a really hard day. Let me rub your feet. Like, they might not even be into feet, but the act of touching the feet, right. touch in general, might be super good for them. Definitely. Definitely. I think that that's a... That's a huge aspect for um, some individuals' uh, relationships. I mean, I'm not saying that every relationship has to have touch in it, but I know for me myself, that's important to my relationships. If, if, if quite literally you're just a stiff board and you're just laying there, and it's it's hard for me to, um, to yeah. So touch really goes a long way. Mm -hmm. For me, I definitely agree with you. Well, and you were talking about giving uh, hand massages at the beginning, I think, right? And so even like a hand massage could be like important to a relationship. It's also a way to communicate without words how you're feeling towards. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like this is me showing you that I care about you on a deep level without saying any words. Right. Well, yeah. and also for that specific example, especially for somebody like me, um, you know, I work with my hands every day. They're generally rough. Um, but when, cause Rue will just come up and grab your hand and start rubbing without saying a word. <laughs> I don't even ask permission. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> well, but, you know, like you said, that's a way to, to say something without saying anything, but it also comes, you know, goes the other way is, you know, to, to allow somebody to just pick up my hand and start rubbing it, for me, says as, just as much going the other way because, you know, generally I don't let people just pick up my hands and start, you know, rubbing. Well, I want to let everybody know that I'm not picking anybody's hands up in the subway and rubbing them. <laughs> I don't know where those grubby hands have been. 
<laughs> and and don't and don't test me. Don't don't sit next to me and be like, does Rue really like me? I'm going to test this out. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not an all the time thing. Oh goodness. Yeah, just sit next to him and sit there and tap your you know <laughs> give him give him side glance like what are you waiting for? <laughs> I mean if you did, I probably would. I probably would just give you rubs. Anywho. <laughs> Anyways, um to to kind of steer this back towards the furry thing, um especially since my other species is a mule. Um, I know generally it's all about the toe beans, but you know, what about hooves? They get any love? <laughs> hooves are good. I also like hooves. I don't like them as much as beans, but I <laughs> do enjoy them. Like especially if um when the hooves i don't know there's a certain thing that artists do like they draw the toes that kind of, on a hoof character but they make them look like hooves right. it's hard to describe i i i know what you're uh, they do it a lot with hands um like the hoof fingers mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah that but with right. toes yeah, and you know it's kind of the same thing with paws in general. There's there's so many different takes on it, and you know so many d- directions that artists take, and um, you know suitors and furries in general. Anybody that creates any kind of content or character, there's well that's that's kind of one of the neat things about it is there's so many different directions that people can go and ideas. And and uh, you know, paws and hooves are no different. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like, and I think honestly, I think we were talking about in the beginning how some people prefer paws over feet, and I think because of the variations, I feel like that's one of the reasons as to why um, some people like paws more than human feet. Because like, human feet is just kind of like, oh, like you have five toes, and a curve maybe but that's about it but with with paws it's like oh you can have like three toes two or four or five and then so i don't know if i'm necessarily into like really really into hooves hooves like i think it's like cool with fursuits you know and i like i like stompy feet i think that they look really cute on a fursuit fursuit but hooves, as far as like, you know, rubbing hooves and stuff like that, I, I, I almost feel like that I'd be just rubbing a great big huge toenail. Because, I mean, really, if you think about it, that's all the, like, they don't really have that much sensation. And maybe I just don't know the anatomy of a, of a hoove as no, that's, much. That's pretty close to but right. But how are they really supposed, like, if, if I'm rubbing their hooves or something like that, how are they going to really even feel anything? So having that disconnect, I mean, I guess I get the, maybe like polishing, that would be kind of the same thing. You would polish it and like, what, shave it off and cut it like you would cut somebody's toenail. But I mean, that, that, that to me does not sound sensual <laughs> right. myself, well, but. I, you know, I mean, if you put, if you put too much reality into anything, it, it it doesn't really work out for furries. <laughs> like peeing fire. Like right. that's just not <laughs> You know, but um 
<laughs> you know, as as far as you know, like foot worship or um, like the polishing thing, you know, that plays into uh, pony play a lot. Yeah, I could see like that oh. that being in a basically like a scene or a sexual scene where it would be like you know you would be the one person would be the servant type thing you have your like brush and your you know <laughs> like i could see that i could in some sort of dominatrix type right. situation right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i could definitely see that and it's funny i'd never thought about that until now um it makes me wonder if there's foot gear for pony play um you're um I know there is. <laughs> I'm sure that there is. Uh, we do have some people that I know that are that work close to that are into that particular yeah. type of play. I know but... they make. There's you know there's boots that you can get that are hooves. Um, obviously hand covers. You know it's a little it's a little harder to do. That kind of a hoof versus like a fursuit paw, but. Uh... You know, it they yeah. they do have them, and it it does play into it a lot. Hmm. So, going to our next question: When did you get into paws? You kind of touched the subject a little bit, but like, when, like, do you, um, do you prefer? I, I mean, like, for example, tell tell me a little bit about free paws. So I ended up finding free pods. So originally when I found the furry fandom, I was like, oh, this is like the coolest thing ever. I'm going to read all these Rika Fur articles on it. <laughs> and that's what I did. And I ended up finding through like just page surfing, I ended up finding um, a website called Free Paws. And I was kind of like, oh, what's this? And... Um, so free pause was essentially is essentially i think it's i don't think it's maintained anymore but it's still around it's for um for lifestylers who pre who prefer to go barefoot and at the time i was like oh this is really cool um i want to go ahead and do this um but at the time that i found it um i couldn't do it and so um, but with that said, um, with the pandemic and with quarantine and everything, I've basically been going barefoot since March of 2020. <laughs> so I was able to do it, albeit nine, ten years later. Um, that doesn't really answer the question of how I got into feet, but, uh, No, it's that. okay. I kind of jumped around. So go ahead and answer the first question then. Okay, so the first question, uh, how did I get into feet? So they've been kind of been all around all of my life, honestly. And honestly, um, when I was growing up, I feel like I had a lot of foot envy, meaning that I would see people walking around barefoot or I would see people with shoes that I couldn't necessarily wear. And I'd be like, oh, you know, I want to wear those shoes but I can't, I'm really mad about it. Or I, you know, want to walk around barefoot all the time, like these free paw people, you know, but I can't. And so I'd just be like, oh, I'm just so mad and so angry. But 
eventually when it turned into a sexual thing, it just kind of clicked and I was like, oh, okay. So instead of it being an angry thing, I'm <laughs> into it sexually, if that makes any sense. Actually, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I had no idea that was even a thing. But growing up, I had, you know, I... <laughs> I went barefoot so much as a kid, I swear my feet were leather. They had to have been. <laughs> Thinking about it. <laughs> so here's a here's a question that's kinda sorta on subject, but I just thought about Sure. Toe socks. I cannot do toe socks. I can't do anything between my toes. I, I can't do that either. Like I said, like I, I can't put like, I, I don't like myself touching between my toes. I think that, to me, it's not a place, like, that I would want. Or, or, or I, can't, I can't imagine myself putting my tongue in between somebody's toe. Like, that's just not something that I would necessarily want to do. However, I know for this particular topic, people are into that. Right. And that's not, you know, yeah. I'm not saying that. It's just I can't. I can't, you know, people wear toe socks or even toe shoes, and I can't. I can't. Well, I'm just yeah, worried I... about athlete's foot, and well, <laughs> and like I don't want an athlete's tongue. Like I think you're taking it in a whole different direction. I think I am. So go ahead, I'll let I'll let you uh, respond. Kit. <laughs> I so I like the aesthetic of toe socks. Like I like how they look, but I don't like actually wearing them. Um, it just no, it's, I don't like the whole in-between feeling, but I like how they look on other people. Um, as far as the um, shoes with toes in them, that was something um, that I found when I started looking up barefoot shoes. There's a type of shoe that basically enables you to not necessarily go barefoot, but emulate kind of what being barefoot is like so when eventually the pandemic is over i want to get a pair of those and um one of the ones that i did find was the ones with the toes in them and i'm just like oh that's kind of weird i mean i get it but that's also kind of weird i'm, I'm not super into that <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah at least it's an option for you guys doesn't even enter my mind because I physically can't. I could sew you something up. <laughs> well, what, what what do you mean by that? Meaning, I am a weird weird person, and I have webbed toes, so I cannot physically wear toe socks or toe shoes or anything like that. Yay, weird. Yay, weird. (laughs) And nobody has any comments. Just kidding. No, no comments. Well. It's it's just something that never even enters my mind until people think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wear them. So. (laughs) Yeah, but you should see him swim. Since you brought up the topic, people are going to be like, what? And they're going to have questions. So, like. Email me. Email you directly. Email boss at for what it's worth.com. Oh if you I'm get a want, bunch of requests for toes. If you want to play with boss's feet, 
<laughs> Send requests to boss at forwhatitsworth.com. Oh, this is going downhill if fast. You, you, you have to have a certain amount of patron level, and then you'll be able to do it. There we go. Okay, I will show you my oh, feet, but you've oh, got to get on the epic foot Maybe that's where we can have the, have the $20 patron thing going. No, 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 no. I was not thinking 20 I was thinking about 1000 <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have the McRib foot tear, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I was oh I was just actually about ready to knock on your door and say, "Hey, do you have any questions? Do you have any questions for our?" our guest or any comments you kind of already gave us a comment i yeah that was topic. that was about my only comment because i know nothing about feet and i've always been super self-conscious because of my webbed toes that i don't wear sandals and i don't do anything and expose my feet and i'm always socks always <laughs> whether i'm sleeping doing anything even when always. he's swimming yes <laughs> <laughs> When you go swimming, do people ever like, why is this person in the pool wearing socks? Sometimes. <laughs> and then I slap them with the socks for looking. Well, I think, I, honestly, I think that having that protection on your feet, I mean, I'm sure that there's like water socks. Where, it, like, for instance, whenever I walk around the pool, sometimes my, sometimes the bottom of the pool is sharp and it, it has yeah. cut my feet before. No, I just I just minimize time between locker and pool. <laughs> Any I think that we're at final thoughts. Unless we have had any other questions, click. No, I think he's covered everything I wanted to know. <laughs> mm. Okay. Is there any questions that you wish that we would have asked you? No. I no, I think we covered I, th I think we covered most of what I wanted to know. Like, I remember I wrote in asking about fursuit paws because I don't suit, and I got that answered. And y'all got stuff answered about um, foot envy and things like that. So I think we're all good. Awesome. Well, final thoughts. Um, all I can say for myself is wash your damn feet. <laughs> Get between those toes. Get the the sticky, sticky things out there. Make sure that you spray them really well, and 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 don't put tongues in between it. Anyways, <laughs> always rely on Rue to take it to a weird place. Hey, you know that somebody is into that. I mean, I've seen like furry, I, I've seen furry foot porn of you know people licking the bottom of. Uh, and well, and you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I will be honest. I have actually, you know, like, like I'll bite somebody's feet. Like, not not like bite, bite. Like, that's <laughs> weird. But like, I'll nibble. However, if, if your feet look like that they came from a bottom of a fish tank, like, I'm not going to touch those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like if you like if you're gonna do foot play you have to like groom your feet like before you play even if you go barefoot all the time and you have like the um the rough things on the bottom um 
the paw pads. Like, even then, you still have to, like, clean your feet. Like, clean your feet. Ooh, I have something that we haven't dis- discussed. Okay. Manny petties. I go and get Manny petties. I fucking love it to go and get Manny petties. Like, you sit down, you... um have have somebody working on your feet. I am okay with that, uh, which I know sounds weird when I've just said that I don't like people touching. I, I don't like when she, they touch between my toes either, but, you know, going and having somebody like really work on your feet, um, it's it's pretty awesome. And then your feet look pretty amazing afterward. And then you don't, you, you can actually wear sandals and not be you know, worried about scaring some little child. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. Oh, I can't. I just can't. You should go with me no, sometime. I can't. We can well, record an episode while we're getting our feet done. <laughs> that, that goes back to the, you know, allowing, allowing Rue to, to give me a hand massage. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do manicures. I certainly can't do pedicures. Mm. I just can't. I <laughs> I, you know, and it's not really, and you know, it's not really a, a gross me out thing or I don't, I don't know what it is. I just can't let somebody have that kind of control over my hands. <laughs> and I'm okay with, with do you know, rubbing somebody's feet as long as they've washed them. Like, like yeah. go wash them yeah. first. Or... like the bottom of a fish tank. Thanks for that visual. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, unless... Unless you're into that, unless you're into dirty feet, <laughs> right. and some people and and some people are, like, yeah, wash your feet before you play. Yeah. I mean, honestly, wash your body before you play. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that goes along with any kind of any kind of you know kink play or fetish play. Yeah, yeah, you you've got to you got to. There's some before and after care that has to <laughs> take place. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think the number one thing that we learned is that it doesn't need to be sexual. Like, right. you know, if you just mm-hmm. want to give somebody paw rubs, hand rubs, it doesn't have to. It doesn't mean automatically that they want to get they want to get shagged or they want to get they want shag you or something like that. <laughs> right. 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 Like if you were to see somebody with a badge on. Um, at like a convention or a meet or something and it's showing off their foot paws it's like that's not necessarily a sexual thing maybe they just like the toe beans or maybe they put a lot of thought into what their feet look like or maybe or maybe they're a kangaroo uh, just like jump around (laughs) yeah 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 maybe they are a kangaroo (laughs) yeah well and even the you know the non-sexual side of it there there's a reason paws are everywhere you know there's i mean there's keychains and you know like the 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 cereal stuff that we're munching on and yeah every, no, we you know, didn't even talk about that what, paw, what do we have here paw prints are a, are a huge marketing thing so it's i mean it's it's not even of course furries are into paws in a different way but paws are so marketable there's definitely got to be a reason. So, um, yes, marketing. Like, exactly. <laughs> when it comes, no, uh, like, if I see pause on something, I'll probably buy it. 
Like, for instance, today I bought Paws cereal from Tony the Tiger. They're great. <laughs> and, and, how, and now all the people with a paw fetish that have a crush on Tony the Tiger are going to go out and yeah, buy I didn't them. even know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have, you know, for COVID and stuff like that, we have sanitizing paw wipes. I also own, what, what paw memorabilia do you guys have? I also have the paw bottle opener. Right. That, you know, and that, that kind of leans to more towards the furry things. But, but, you know, it's still in mainstream as well. You know, of course, the, the pillows and, yeah, the bottle openers, the keychains, the magnets, the stickers. <laughs> Paws are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What, they, what memorabilia do you have, Kit? <laughs> um let's see i'm thinking here i have i for sure have paw badges um i know that's not necessarily a memorabilia thing but i think it counts um i've had some paw patrol related things that believe it or not have paws in them so like <laughs> there there's like a mac and cheese like with the paw patrol characters and like half of the shapes or paws yeah yeah um i've had like a mat that has like wipe your paws i've had isn't that um, the standard furry mat i was gonna say that that's that's just standard issue furry trash (laughs) i I think everybody has that that's how you identify if your neighbors are furry (laughs) including us we have it (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true um see i have a beanbag chair with some paws on it um with some other characters on it Let's see just it's just small things like that in my opinion so but i you know i enjoy when i whenever i can get paw related things like that right well that pretty much sums up our topic my final thoughts are paws are good <laughs> That's paws a good final good. thought. Any final thoughts that you have about paws? Um, again, paws are great, and I can't really tell you why. And I'm gonna stick with my <laughs> wash your fucking paws. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are gonna have. Uh, we're gonna. We don't actually have anything for the mailbag. I know. I'm sad. Are you sad? Sad. I'm sad too. That means that if you have anything for the mailbag, please send it to castfforwhatitsworth.com. So we're going to go through some housekeeping. Have you commented on the site yet? It's time to be reminded in housekeeping. First of all, we want to thank our lovely cast. We have good old Firebreath, our lovely announcer, and we have our amazing sound guy and editor, Voss. Subscribe to the McRib Foot Tier now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Thank you, Click, for for joining us um, for this particular episode. We will be hearing Click a little bit more often. So um, if you would like to write to him, um, Click will have an email set up 
Um, you can email him directly at click at for what it's worth.com. You can also email me directly at rue at for what it's worth.com. Click is spelled K L I K. Awesome. And then, of course, if you want to complain about the sound audio or, or, you know, subscribe to that lovely tier, you can always send an email <laughs> off to Vasa for what it's worth.com. <laughs> so, the next thing on housekeeping, what do we have there? Comment on site. Nice. I don't even know what that. So guess what? Our website is currently broken, you guys. Yeah, I don't so have So we are currently working on it. So <laughs> don't worry. We'll eventually get it back up and running. Um, just pray for us that we have some sort of a miracle. Or if you are like a web developer and you want to volunteer your time, please feel free to reach out. <laughs> Um, we also have our lovely, lovely social media. Uh, we're over on Twitter and we're also on Telegram. So if you want to join us over on Telegram, uh, you can message me um, at Wine Red Fox and I will go ahead and get you emailed, I mean, emailed, wow, set up <laughs> um, to be added to the Telegram chat. It's a good chat. Um, also, one of the one of the best ways um, a show like this gets around is word of mouth. So, you know, if you like what you're hearing, um, tell a friend. That's that's one of the best ways to get the word out. All right, guests, this is your time to go plug yourself. Okay, I have two things to plug. Is that all right? Go for it. All right. So first one, uh, I work for a company called Pretend Again. We're a company that focuses on high quality lifestyle products and for ABDLs and baby furs. We do have a thing, uh, a wine tumbler with a foot on it. So if you are interested in that and you're an age player, please check us out. Um, in addition to that, I do take art commissions. I do cartoons and illustrations, and I would love to draw your feet. Um, my website is arts, which is plural, by KC. So artsbykc.com. Uh, the website was just made today, so it's really bare, but hopefully by the time that this episode is released, I will be up and running and open for business. So, our next episode. Before you, you want... get there, oh, go for it. I've got one more thing to do. Oh, Did you like hearing those voices on our sh show today? Do you want to know how you get involved with this? How to hear your own lovely voice on the airwaves as I hack and slash and throw it into an episode? <laughs> how? how do we do it? How do you do it? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Tell us, Rue. Tell us all your secrets about how to get your voice on for what it's worth. So we have been switching things over because let me tell you guys, I've been on the show for a fairly long time. And as you probably have already known, Rue struggles to read. We should have an episode that's about Rue and his reading. So, no, the, but the main thing is, is we want to make it a little bit more um, integrated to where you're hearing more than our fandom is not just about, you know, I want to make it about everybody. And this show has, has never been for what it's through. And I want to make it about the fandom and about the community. So hearing other people's voices than just me and the co-host and um, 
you know, once in a while when we let Voss out for air. Um, <laughs> we just we just want to make sure to, you know, to represent our community as much as we possibly can. So if you are interested in, um, you can send your audio clips to cast at for what it's worth .com. We'll still be accepting emails if you're interested, if you're too shy to, to, to do that. But we also have a brand new way. And I'm trying to get the link. Okay, here we go. It is speakpipe.com slash F-W-I-W. So once again, that is speakpipe.com slash F-W-I-W. And what that will do is when you go over there, you'll be able to just um, start recording. You can just click on a little button and it will use whatever microphone that you're connected to. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer, whatever. Um, there was some individuals that were stating that they were having um, having a little bit of trouble. You know, let us know if you're running into any sort of situations, and we'll see what we can do on our end to to correct that. I think it has a limit, um, a time limit cap of about a minute and thirty seconds, if I recall correctly. Um, so I would just keep that in mind. Gotcha. Oh, thank you for that advice. Appreciate it. Oh, oh yeah, no problem. So what is our next episode click? Our next episode will be a handler's round table. Um, basically, a bunch of us are going to get together and share our experiences about handling fursuiters and the huge pain that us suitors are. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have any experience being a handler, or if you are a fursuiter that has experience with, with handlers, or if you have questions on how to be a handler or how to be an appropriate handler, or, you know, any comments, anything from above, um, just send it over to cast at forwhatisworth.com and we'll be discussing that next Well, Hooray. so this has been Rue. And Click. And boss. This is Kit. And you've been listening to For, For what, what It's Worth. For What It's Worth. Yay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>